Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Thanks for joining us today. Have you checked your email yet today? My coworker asked me. No, not yet, I answered. Oh, you've got to check the email. I sent you the funniest thing, she told me. This conversation took place back before Facebook, Twitter, and memes. When I finally opened my email, I discovered the Martha Stewart Holiday Calendar. You can find the whole calendar over at Humor Matters. I'll leave a link in the show notes. By the time I got to December 6th, I was rolling on the floor with laughter. According to the humorist who wrote the letter, December 6th said, Fax Family Christmas Newsletter to Pulitzer Committee for Consideration. December 8th had Decorate homegrown Christmas tree with scented candles homemade from beeswax for my backyard bee colony. December 12th, Erect ice skating rink in front yard using spring water I bottled myself. Open for neighborhood children's use. Create festive mood by hand-making snow and playing my Christmas album. You get the point. December 23, I think, was my favorite. It said, Seed clouds for white Christmas. As if, well, my younger listeners might not have any idea who Martha Stewart is. Let me fill you in. She was the decorating guru of the 80s and 90s. She made it look like a simple task. She set the standard for home decorating and entertaining. The clean lines of her furniture and decorations and the light colors looked like something out of a magazine. Wait, she had her own magazine. It was filled with recipes, planning guides, entertainment guides, everything that you might need or want to help you get through whatever season of life you were in, except the season of life with little kids. But I appreciated the humor. Ever since reading the tongue-in-cheek Martha Stewart holiday calendar, I've thought about how ridiculous it is that we spend so much time preparing for one day. Just one day. And if you've seen the movie Christmas with the Cranks, you'll understand what I mean about the need to be bigger and better every single year. But Christmas doesn't have to be like that. A list like Martha Stewart's, whether it's the tongue-in-cheek one or her real holiday planning guide, make my head whirl and give me a headache. I've come up with nine hacks for spending and stressing less this holiday season. Hack number one, try the rule of threes. For children and teenagers, you could try the rule of threes. Give something they need, something they want, and something to read. Some families like to follow the intent of the three gifts the wise men brought Jesus. They give something of value, gold, something for worship, frankincense, such as a Bible or devotional book, and something to wear, myrrh. Hack number two, give only homemade gifts. I have fond memories of Christmases past where we didn't buy anything pre-made from stores. Everyone knit, crocheted, sewed, woodworked, or needle-pointed gifts for everyone else. This strategy requires planning well in advance. Younger children will probably need assistance creating gifts for family members, but let them take the lead and offer support and guidance. I remember sewing a shirt for my dad. I was probably about 14. It didn't turn out that well. It was in a strange mustard-colored plaid, but to his credit, I know he wore it at least once. It's not the actual gift that matters. It's the work and forethought that went into it that makes a homemade gift special. Hack number three, you could do a secret Santa with spending caps. 
If you have a large group of your extended family present at Christmas, you may want to toss everyone's name in the hat, along with a few suggestions of favorite colors, needs, and wants. Have each person draw a name. Decide as a group how much you'll spend. Have everyone keep the name they drew secret and make a game out of trying to find the perfect gift without giving away the Secret Santa connection. On Christmas Day, do a big Secret Santa reveal as you pass out gifts. Hack number four, you could consider pooling resources. Maybe you have someone saving up money for a specific big ticket item, such as a computer or other electronic device. If grandparents, aunts, uncles, and siblings ask about gift ideas, let them know about the savings project. Just make sure you never make them feel as if they have to contribute. Long-term saving projects like this allow kids to learn the value of saving money and pooling resources. Hack number five, give cereal gifts, not cereal, the kind you eat, but cereal, the one that goes on and on. When our daughters were young, I gave them something each Christmas for their American Girl dolls. As they got older, we gave them each a nice toolbox one Christmas and gave them tools to stock it with during subsequent Christmases. By the time they married, each had a well-stocked toolbox that any man would admire and the knowledge of how to use those tools. Hack number six, choose a charity. Join Samaritan's Purse and pack a shoebox for a child in need with your children. Allow your kids to spend their own money on the items that go into the box. Teach your kids about social justice and the gift of giving. Or you could go local and join Prison Fellowship to give a gift to a child on behalf of their incarcerated parent. The Marine Corps sponsors a Toys for Tots program with a special program for Native American children. Other top-rated programs that help children in need include the Make-A-Wish Foundation, My Two Front Teeth, and the Salvation Army. I'll leave links to all of these organizations in the show notes. Hack number seven, one small act. During my senior year in college, my roommate and I lived in a basement apartment off campus. The family in the house above us had two small children. We decided to become secret Santas for the kids upstairs that Christmas. Each day, one of us would sneak up and leave a small gift on their front porch. I have no idea what impact our gifts had. We never divulged our identity, and we did it for the sheer joy of giving. Our gifts didn't cost much. Neither one of us had a lot of money, but we had a blast. You could adopt an elderly neighbor and perform one kind act each day in December, too. Shovel snow, rake leaves, clean the snow off their vehicle's windows, leave some cookies on the front porch. You get the picture. Hack number eight. Focus on memories, not gifts. Growing up, we didn't have a lot, but we always had each other. My grandma and mom would gather the troops in the kitchen to make lefse, a potato and flour Norwegian tortilla. Each of us had a job, forming the balls for the adults to roll out, scraping the brown flour off the griddle, flipping the lefse once the bubbles browned, or keeping the lefse pile wrapped tightly in dish towels between additions. My grandma always made date-filled cookies, too. She'd put on a Christmas record and direct us as we helped her create my grandpa's favorite treat. To this day, lefse and date-filled cookies bring back warm memories of Christmas and family. During our daughter's growing-up years, we made a tradition out of Christmas tree hunting in the nearby national forest. A Christmas tree cutting permit only cost $5. We'd load up our forerunner with hot chocolate, marshmallows, snow clothes, and a winter picnic. Invariably, we'd get a little stuck, my husband's favorite part, 
and argue good-naturedly over which tree would fit perfectly in our home. Hack number nine, take a trip instead of exchanging gifts. For years, we promised to take our girls to Disneyland. We couldn't make it happen financially until the year we had two exchange students living with us, and both of our girls had their driver's licenses. We saved every penny throughout the year and consulted everyone involved in the adventure to find out what each person wanted the most from the trip. Our exchange student from China wanted a picture of herself with Minnie Mouse. Pedro wanted to visit his Cuban relatives who lived in the Orlando area. Laura and our exchange student from France wanted to see Epcot Center. I wanted to visit the Everglades. We drove all the way from Montana to Florida and spent five days at Disney attractions, a day in the Everglades, two days down in the Keys, and plenty of time getting to know relatives. Along the way, we tried new things, boiled peanuts, and saw parts of the country we'd never seen before. On Christmas Day, we exchanged small gifts worth $10 or less, ate takeout pizza, and played Uno for hours. We each have unforgettable memories with far more than gifts we could stack under a tree. You might not think a holiday gift guide to spending less counts as self-care, but any plan that lessens our stress counts as healthy self-care. Self-care means resisting the bill of goods advertisers try to sell us. People who love us will love us, despite the gifts we give them. Ask, maybe all your kids really want for Christmas is a fun time with you. Hack number one, try the rule of threes. Hack number two, give only homemade gifts. Hack number three, have a secret Santa with spending caps. Hack number four, pool your resources. Hack number five, give cereal gifts. Hack number six, choose a charity. Hack number seven, do one small act each day. Hack number eight, focus on memories, not gifts. Hack number nine, take a trip instead of exchanging gifts. Come back next week when we'll talk about the gift of reading as self-care. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.